I'm going to do something fun that is called compelling an aspect. Okay. And that is something that GMs do to make your life more interesting. If I see that you have an aspect that suggests something bad could happen, I can offer you a fate point in exchange for allowing this bad thing to happen, or you can pay me a fate point and then the bad thing doesn't happen. Uh, and to be the, a, a little more specific, uh, Ashley and Noel, as you are peeling away off into the night, Ashley, because of your background, there is more than one cult that wants you dead. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so wouldn't it be terrible if, oh, some member of the crew uh, spies you leaving and just sort of sneaks away, following you off into the darkness. All right, I'm game. Excellent. Uh, then y'all are about to be ambushed by some uh, esoteric Order of Dagon cultists. Please look forward to that. Uh, in the meantime, you get one fate point, Ashley. Okay, got it. Beautiful. So let's focus on you for the moment. You steal off into the night towards the nearest, I don't know, gun shop. Is that shop with two P's and an E? Yes. Ye old guns. And um, as you get there, well, what are you talking about as you make your way there, as you arrive at this closed, locked shop? Uh, mostly a shopping list of what the doctor wants. That makes sense. I don't build explosives, so. But we'll have to take what's available, so we'll improvise. So... You didn't uh, get specific. How did you know we were going to be there? Do you, Have you already encountered a, a team coming back? Are we not the first? Uh, we had no idea you were going to be there. The skipper asked me to come over. Oh, I guess I misunderstood. It's easy to do when talking with the skipper. <laughs> He's so dreamy. <laughs> you get lost in his eyes. Says her director in her ear. <laughs> I, I don't know that that happens, no. <laughs> so, Ashley, you uh, presumably look up and down this building. Uh, it doesn't look like it would be particularly hard to get into. Uh, but you hear uh, a voice uh, speaking mm, uh, quietly but intently. Uh Stormer! She turns and rolls her eyes. Of course. What do you want now? You have made a mockery of the esoteric order of Dagon. You have insulted Father Dagon himself, and you shall be punished for it. And a pair of burly fellas uh, step out of the shadows behind you. Well, Doctor, how good are you at uh, running? Right behind you. Okay. You're running away? Yes. Because I have, uh, personally, I have uh, a, a slightly more comfort with my ability to run than my non existent ability to fight. <laughs> okay. Excellent. I love this. Uh, in which case, we are going to be running this as a, uh, a contest. Uh, this is sort of a an extended uh, uh, run of roles to see which team, uh, that would be you two or these uh, 
two folks coming out of the shadows, achieves their end first. Uh, generally speaking, this is sort of a, a uh, run to three uh, victories, and whoever gets their three victories first, they achieve their ends, uh, which in the case of these cultists is to nab the two of you and drag you back to, you know, question mark. <laughs> uh, and in your case, I assume is not allow that to happen. Fair? Okay. Fair. So we are all going to roll uh, an appropriate skill. In my case, it's going to be athletics for chasing you. Uh, for the two of you, it feels like probably athletics as well, unless you want to do something else or throw me for a loop. Um, how do you feel about creating advantages uh, in lieu of uh, overcoming? If you want to create an advantage, I will absolutely let you do that. It means you will not be sort of in the running for getting a victory on this turn. Uh, but that's okay. You could create an advantage that makes things even better yeah, for the future. That's what I'm hoping for. So go for it. Then what do you intend to do? Would you buy notice to find a, a good spot to, to lose them a side alley or uh, up a hill? I will buy notice for that and beat, um, this is sort of a tense situation, so I want to call it, like, at least a, a beat a three. Okay. I happen to have a three in notice, so I'm even odds. So chances are uh, I will soon have to f spend fate points. So uh, let's roll my four faded, uh, fate dice, faded as well, I guess. Ooh, it is a minus one with uh, three blanks and a minus added to my plus three. So right now I'm one down. So I will uh, throw in my... Uh, well, I thought this might happen. Seems extremely appropriate now that I've created it. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. You've been keeping an eye out as you made your way there. So that'll take you up to a four. That is a success. What, what, you tell me, what do you notice? What is the aspect you've created? I notice a side alley and across uh, the alley, I can see uh, a little shed with a broken padlock hanging. So I, I yank at Ashley's sleeve to take that, that route and on the way just leave, it just nudge the door so it looks like uh, somebody just went in and actually take off at 90 degrees of that after after the end of that alley. That makes sense to me. So you've made, you've made a tricky maneuver. I'm giving you the aspect tricky maneuver with a free invoke. Ashley... Are you are you running away? Because these folks are about to give chase. Oh yeah, we're running. That is uh, an athletics roll, and this will be uh, basically your athletics roll versus theirs. Okay. Now with the advantage she just did, could I use stealth to sneak away, or would that be like the next? Or would I have to create distance first, then use? Yeah, stealth? I would. I would say like at this point they were in a conversation with you. Yeah. <laughs> It would be hard to sneak away. All right. Athletics it is then. Uh, I have a total of two. Okay. Well, they have rolled a zero to try and catch up. So that is uh, one victory for team 
Good guys. Yeah. Good guys. Good job. Good job. Way to, way to play. Way to play. Okay. But the the fight is not over yet. They are still chasing. Uh, they are hot on your heels. They have just sort of started going the wrong way down this uh, down this alley. Uh, but they aren't going to keep going indefinitely. So the uh, the contest continues. Do you keep running? Do you now try to shift into sneaking away? Yeah, that's when I was going to try to sneak into the shadows and grab the doctor and slip into slip away from him. Okay, in that case, uh, you will be fighting against their notice. Will they realize that you are in fact behind them and not where they think you are? Okay. Cool. Got three negatives, so that's a total of one. In which case, uh, your high concept of one part library and two parts thief is a pretty spot-on justification for being better at stealth than three minuses would imply. Yep. All right, so I'll spend one and then re-roll it. Oh, that's much better. That's two positives, so it's a six total then. Yeah, that is a six? Yes, because I have four in stealth. Uh, they have rolled a four to uh, attempt to notice you, which means they do not see you just yet. So that is another success for your team. If you invoke, use this free invoke on Tricky Maneuver to increase your uh, um, uh, your result by two more, that would allow you to succeed with style, which is worth two successes, and you win this contest outright. You convinced me. Let's do that. All right. Uh, because this maneuver was so tricky, you, uh, you know what? I said they aren't fooled by it. They are. They are absolutely fooled by it. These are that kind of cultists who, once they see the right direction to go, uh, just keep chasing chasing that, uh, that dream all the way down the road away from you as you two are once again free to uh, move about the town. All right. Back to the ye old gun shop. How do you know <laughs> this cult? That's a very long story. Let's just say I've acquired a few things in my days, and they want them back. So, um, you are mixed into this, then. We were You weren't just visiting your friend. Tonight, I was. Well, good job back there. You as well. Shall we go in? Uh, Ashley, can you give me a quick burglary to see if you can get into this gun store? It's probably pretty well protected. I'm going to give it a four. Okay. I have a stunt. It says I get a plus two when using burglary to overcome an obstacle by picking open locks on doors, safes, cabinets, etc. Heavens. And here you are about to pick out open the lock on a door. <laughs> so that would be a five total. Five total. Yeah. You, uh, uh, Easily enough, uh, crack open this door. You do not set off, off the alarm. Uh, and with the cultists in the wrong direction and no cops in sight, you two have as much time as you need to get really whatever resources Noel thinks are most appropriate. You know, things that explode. And shoot. And shoot. Uh, just all, all kinds of goodies. And a duffel bag to carry them because they're brand new and uh, so... <laughs> Ashley will find herself a nice small little pistol. Something fancy. Excellent. Um, maybe just to uh, just to 
simplify things. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you all the aspect duffel bag full of goodies. Yeah, that was the intent anyway. So, and it has the charm that um, if you want, you can always create new advantages on on that uh, aspect and recharge it, so to speak. Okay. So you have a duffel bag full of goodies. You are uh... one or two invokes. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you two invokes on that. You are a mighty generous genius. Uh, out of the goodness of my heart, yeah. <laughs> um, because, like, it it doesn't necessarily make sense to make you do a roll to search through this empty building without immediate time pressure. So I'm just sort of assuming a perfect success. Okay. Uh, with style. Uh, meanwhile. While you are doing, while you two are doing that, back at the yacht, uh, I'm actually going to compel again. Uh, against you, Ollie Myers. What? I know. Or, sorry, Ollie Evans? I think no, you've changed your name Ollie at Myers. some point. Yep. It's Ollie Myers. Okay. Evans is his real name. Ollie Myers is his stage name. Exactly. Oh. Oliver Evans yeah, is, his, uh, is his birth name uh, on record in, Indiana, in Indianapolis, Indiana. He just heard at a young age you have to change your name for a stage name, and he didn't really exactly. understand it. So he just changed that. Uh, you, Ollie, are highly recognizable in 2020. It's true. So it would make, it would make sense, wouldn't it, for oh, someone passing by to uh, have said, hey, is this... Is that Ollie from uh, from dealing with it? And photos to propagate through Instagram and whatnot all the way to the phone of Patrick Klein, who is not actually in Siberia. Dun, dun, dun. The, the question I put to you is, is that a thing that would make sense that uh, uh, Charles is about to get a call from Patrick Klein wondering what the hell is going on? Or do you want to make that not happen by spending one of your fate? Oh, no, we can make that. We can totally make that happen. <laughs> that's fine. Okay, that's good. That's way better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in which case, you get a fate point. All right. And as you are doing whatever, just starring around on right. this yacht, the director, you hear the director's voice in your ear announcing behind him. Ollie didn't notice, as Charles Finster received a call from the real Patrick Klein, wondering what the hell is going on. Ollie turns around on his heels, like just a spin almost. Hey, Chuck! You talking to Patrick? Yeah, I am talking to Patrick. He's wondering what Hey, put him on! Put me on! Put me on with Patrick! Put me on with Patrick! (laughs) Sure. He hands you the phone. Patrick, my friend. Mate, how you doing, son? What are you doing on my boat? <laughs> well, how, well, you couldn't catch the flight to Siberia. You were, you were backed up. What's going on? What are you talking about? Well, I know about? you had some problems. I, I, I can't I, go to I, Siberia. I know you've got problems with, with traveling outside the country, but I thought we squared all that. I have never spoken to you before in my life. Well, I'll, t- I'll I tell Chuck. Do I'll, t- I'll tell cable. Chuck that everything's fine. 
You know, you're you're on your way. No, I I understand you're angry and you're upset. I get it. it. This is supposed to be a lot smoother than it really was. But you know what? I'll let Chuck know everything's fine. You know, is there anything you want me to tell Chuck? Tell Chuck to get the police out there to get you off of my right. boat. I'll let Chuck know. You really appreciate it. I, 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 I know you're not one to really talk. You know, last time we spoke, you said some really nice things about Chuck. I don't know if you've ever said them to Chuck, but you know what? I'll let Chuck know. How much you appreciate him, and then and then you know you have a good time with Siberia. You know, have a good time with your crew out there. I am an hour outside of town. I'm going to get there, and I'm gonna kick your ass. Well, you know, you don't have to get angry with me, Patrick. I mean, it, you know, this was this was supposed to be a friendly little swap. You know, I do your show, you do my show. It's really no. Oh wait, I, I we're going into a tunnel. I think I'm losing you, <laughs> and he will disconnect the phone. <laughs> And, and and as he goes to hand the phone back to back to Chuck, uh, he's going to stumble, and the phone's going over the side of the boat. Oh. You know, you could have just blocked that number. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like Chuck is very suspicious, and want like two things in play right now. Chuck is very suspicious and wants you the. To explain yep. what's going on. And also, Patrick Klein is now going to be hurrying his way to complicate this situation. What do you do? Understood. Uh, so, Ollie will take a few minutes to explain to Chuck the reality of our situation. Look, Chuck, I, 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 oh, I'm really sorry about the phone. Yeah, we'll get that replaced for you. It's not a problem. The studio will take care of it. My, my butterfingers on my part. I'm sorry about that. You know, I, I, had, a, I had a roll here, croissant. Uh, a few minutes ago, it was really buttery. I, you know, it just went boop, right out of my hands. I'm sorry about that. It's like a bar of soap, even. I mean, if you put a case on it, you know, it's got a grip. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have lost it. But I mean, it's not really your fault. It's my fault. I'm sorry. Uh, the studio totally will take care of that. That's fine. Oh, in regards, in regards to the Patrick thing, no, no, he got holed up at the airport, right? He couldn't, he couldn't get on the flight. You know, you know, Patrick's got some, got some papers against him in the states. He, you know, he can't easily leave the country we thought we'd taken care of that but you know it's it's being sorted now he's he's fine he's going to get on the plane they're going to go out to siberia shoot with my crew uh, the rest of my crew and and some of his people and and you're going to be here with me and we're going to go do his thing on the water right the museum i read the production notes they're fantastic i don't know if you wrote them or not but i i love them there's so much information there and there's some very the material is so witty it's way, way wittier than what we write on my show you know the survival stuff isn't funny at all but this this is a real comedy real humor in this script you've written here in, the, in these notes um i just i i think you know we've got a real hit here i think i think this could really go places Seems like you're trying to fast talk Chuck again. Yeah, I feel like confidence is everything. Okay, uh, this is going to be significantly harder. Okay. Uh, in this case, uh, Charles has like been told by his star that you should not be there explicitly. So uh, I feel justified in saying like the difficulty of this particular role is a seven. Okay. This is a approaching legendary in difficulty Let's as far as fast see talk goes if this dice app will work with me today cuz i haven't rolled a positive result yet so let's just let's see what happens here and we're rolling <laughs> and it's mediocre <laughs> that's uh that's not a success i have an, uh, this fate point that i just picked up from you 
Uh, I think I'm going to spend it on a reroll. Okay, what uh, aspect are you invoking? <sighs> Can I ask what you uh, what number you roll on the dice? I rolled a zero on the die, and I have a four for my okay, rapport. Okay, then a zero is your average number. Uh, on average, you're not going to get better than that. You're better off uh, invoking more than one aspect with your fate points. Okay, to give me the additional yep. two points per point. Uh, two. Okay, got it. Yeah, you can. So then. Uh, you and just to throw something out here, you still have a free invoke on Ollie is supposed yes, to be you're here. Right. I think I Charles think, is inclined to trust I you a think, little bit. So I will invoke uh, a. So just to clarify for me, because again, I am kind of a you know, I am an, an ingenue when it comes. To, wait, no, not ingenue. That's mm. not the word I want to use. I am a rookie when it comes to fate in general. Uh, so if I invoke the temporary aspect of Ollie's supposed to be here. Uh, is does that negate or does that provide me enough benefit to meet this, or do I need to burn the, a fate point as well as invoke the aspect? Uh, both. Okay. So the free invoke would give you plus two, so your four would be up to a six, but you'd still have to beat a seven to actually and, convince and this guy. Invoking invoking the temporary would give me the extra two, or would I meet? Would that give me the? If you were to invoke an aspect, yeah, you could get an extra two points. Okay, so you then could I will, invoke... Then, then I will, then Ollie will in uh, invoke one fate point to gain himself a plus two, uh, and then also invoke his Ollie's supposed to be here temporary aspect. I like to think that you actually say, okay. look, mate, Ollie's supposed to be here. <laughs> like, that, that's how you start off. <laughs> yeah, like... like Ollie will look kind of look down because I mean he's I believe he's taller than uh, our friend Chuck here Charles, uh, and he'll look down and kind of take his finger and like kind of pointedly poke Chuck in the chest. Look, mate, Ollie's supposed to be here. <laughs> this I'm not I'm never where I'm not supposed to be. This is where I am supposed to be. Patrick is supposed to be on a plane to Siberia, but unfortunately his trouble with the law here in the U.S. made it difficult for him to get on the plane in the first place, and now he's got to deal with that, and he's getting mad at you on the phone. That's not your fault, mate. Look, he talks about you like you're some kind of, like you're some kind of administrative god. Uh, you know, he won't tell you to your face because, you know, he's a very proud man, but, but he thinks the world of you. He, he does? He said that? Everything, everything I've seen so far says, you know, you're quite, you're quite the goer. You, you, you know what you're doing. Right, this is your job. You're very good yeah. at your job, you know. And I want to take advantage of how good you are at your job. Let's get out there and do this production, right? And then Patrick will do his survival thing. If he survives, if he doesn't, look, it's on him and my crew out there, right? <laughs> but we have work to do here. Yeah. So let's do yeah. the work that we're supposed to do. We'll do it good. We'll make we'll, we'll make Patrick proud, right? We'll make Patrick proud of this this little event we're putting together here. Uh, we'll make we'll make the Flying Dutchman a real piece of history. We'll really bring it out, you know. We'll make it pop on the historic map, right? No one's heard of the Flying Dutchman, but we're certainly going to, you know, bring it out and make it something that people is a household name, the Flying Dutchman. Uh, Charles is one hundred percent convinced. Uh, mostly probably because he doesn't much care for uh, Patrick, who never calls him an administrative god, not even once. <laughs> Uh, whether he specifically believes that Patrick said that about him, you know, we'll leave that up in the air. But he believes that you know what you're talking about and that Patrick is not nearly as together. So, okay, you are still supposed to be here. 
Uh, congratulations. But Patrick is still on his way. He said he'd be here in something like 10 minutes. Oh, I thought he said an I thought he said he was an hour out. He said an hour? Yeah, he did say he was okay. an hour. He said he'd be an here hour, in an hour, hour and 10 minutes out, I thought he said. Okay. So you have a uh, limited time before he arrives and at that point I do not think you can fast talk your way of out of this. So knowing that he's got a time crunch. Uh uh Ollie will certainly flag uh Jeff over. Kind of yell out the Jeff. Hi. Jeff. I'm Jeff. Yes. Yes, Jeff. Jeff, look, I need you I need you to go over to the boat. Make sure you got everything off, right? Get a hold of the rest of the crew. Get a hold of uh get a hold of Doc and get a hold of uh Helen and make sure they're ready to go in in about 40 minutes or so. We need to leave the dock in about 40 minutes. 30 minutes. Let's make it 30 minutes. We need to leave the dock in 30 minutes. Jeff is on it. Right? I'm Jeff. Right. Right. Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> Chuck, you remember Jeff. Jeff's my go-to man. Je- you know, you know. well, you're my go-to man, but Jeff's my, you know, on my crew, Jeff's my go-to man. Uh, Jeff will make sure that we get the rest of the people on the boat. We need to be we need to be leaving port in about 30 minutes, all right? So if you can round up the crew here. And you know what? Do you have a sat phone? Is there a sat phone anywhere here? Another cell phone? Uh, I-, I need to make a call. There's a sat phone on well, the boat. I, mean, I need to go make a call from the sat phone. Uh, so I'm going to go do that. Try and get a hold of some of other people here, and uh, and we'll get everything ready to go, ship shape, out on the water in about thirty minutes, right? We're not supposed to leave until dawn. Well, no, well, no, but if we leave before dawn, right, then we're going to get that early morning sun on the water. It'll be perfect for cinematography purposes, right? You know, the cinema, it'll look beautiful. The voiceover, we'll get some great B-roll, right? I mean, the morning sun is way better than afternoon sun, right? You had him at great B-roll. He's on your side. <laughs> All right, I'll tell everyone to hurry up. All right, 30 minutes, right? Let's get cracking. <laughs> and crack and they do. As, as Chuck leaves and as Jeff walks out under his breath, Holly goes, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so Jeff's going to pull out his cell phone, and I'm going to text Ashley, but I'm going to text old man doesn't know how texting works. Um, <laughs> somebody like, hi, LOL, gif of some random thing. Where Wait, does the skipper have his flip phone? <laughs> of course, yes. Uh, where are you? But I'll spell everything out. I won't use contractions. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I, I think we're hustling uh, our way back. Yeah, you you will absolutely make it back before the uh, before the half hour time limit. It's not a big city. Yeah, I think it makes a good a good cut in the scene. Where are you? We see the text. And the next one will be uh, of us arriving with uh, land with goodies. With a, a duffel bag full of goods. Hooray. Hooray. They, uh, they arrive with their duffel bag. They get it onto the ship since everyone is hustling. And we're totally down with getting out of here quickly, too. Yeah, I, th- I think like nobody even wants to look in the duffel bag because everyone has stuff to carry. Right. So it is loaded onto the ship with ease. And unless there is something else you want to deal with before you shove off, I think you are a C. Not that I can think of. Okay. So the next few, well, hours, I think, pass pretty uh, uneventfully as the... uh... One more thing to note, uh, Ed, uh, as Ollie goes back onto the boat to make a sat phone call, 
uh, Ollie is going to disconnect mm-hmm. the 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 receiver for the sat phone. Yeah, thought so. <laughs> so so he he's oh of not, course he's not breaking anything. He's literally taking the the power cord from the receiving end of the sat phone. So uh, it's it's still intact. It just can't be used. All right, sounds good. He's not quite mechanically sound enough to disable it in any other way than to just. Besides, you know, I might need those parts later. The po- hide the power cord. <laughs> yes, exactly. We we may need this in the future. All right. So, mm-hmm. thank you for letting me know. So, what is happening now? So, yeah, the boat is heading out. It is. It is probably moving not especially quickly because they are taking lots of lingering shots of the city and whatnot as they go. I'm gritting my teeth. They're so slow. After, as, as like, the boat is moving along, uh, Ollie kind of gets the group together. All right. So here's what we got. This, this is the production notes. This is what they're going to be doing out there, right? This is the area. And if you notice, there's a, there's a bit of a map. So you can exa- see exactly where they're going. Skipper, you might know this better than anybody here. You know, I mean, I know you were on a lake before, and this is the ocean. So that is a little different. But... Bigger, you know, you know, it, it's yes, bigger, certainly bigger. You're absolutely right, Jeff. <laughs> Continue, please. Yes. So anyway, uh, so here's the notes. This is where we're going. This is everything that everything that Patrick's production crew had uh, in regards to where they're going and what they're doing. So I pa- I kind of pass those out to the I pass those out to everybody. I have I have enough copies for the three of them. So is there anything about those notes that? seems odd or unusual or anything that would stand out as like we should be looking for um that is a fair question um i am wondering if i should make you investigate these notes Hmm. ollie clearly did not do that like uh like uh yeah i i think this would be like one of one of the things that aspects do is they justify being even able to attempt an action i don't think anyone else knows about the ocean as much as the former fisherman so skipper you alone have the opportunity to closely investigate these notes and see if you can find out something of interest from them okay uh so the skip will uh sheepishly pull out his reading glasses and Tip them down on his nose and Before he rolls, begin to read. Might I be able to assist him through my high academics? Yes, I suppose. Yeah, you don't necess- you don't necessarily know the ocean. You know Mars's oceans, but uh, you uh, uh, you are a smart person. Yeah, so he can bounce ideas off of you. So I'd give him a plus one in rolling. Oh. Yes, you get a free plus one from uh, Noel, uh, and I'm hoping that you can beat a two. We shall see. Uh, <laughs> Challenge accepted. So I got a total of one on the die. I have zero in investigate, but I have a plus okay. one from Sophie, so I got a two. That is a tie. Um, you can, if you would like to invoke an aspect to get a success outright. Uh, well, let me just put it this way. Do you want to learn spend a fate point and learn a useful piece of information or not and learn a much less useful piece of information i will spend a fate point to learn useful information that's what they are for absolutely and 
what aspect are you in? I'm actually going to invoke that I'm trying to impress Ashley. I want to be successful here. So I'm really straining and trying, and I want her to see me as an intellect, not just a piece of meat. <laughs> that is great. I love it. Um, <laughs> so that will take you up to a three. That is enough to succeed outright in your investigation of all of these papers. So between the two of you, uh, Noel and Skipper, you do a little um, sort of... Uh, triangulation of various spots along this path uh, that the the yacht is intended to uh, take. And what you discover is that there is a stretch that doesn't make any sense along the planned path for this boat. Uh, It is supposed to go out and take a bunch of essentially picturesque views of uh, the the Massachusetts Bay and, you know, sunrise and water stuff. But there is a, a dip about halfway through uh, where the boat kind of veers off into the ocean uh, just to turn around and veer back. And as far as you can tell, nothing is visible from that spot. There's no reason for it to go there. All right, so Skipper will dramatically pull off his glasses saying, Eureka! And he will use them to to point. Do you see that? Trying to look very intellectual. I nod to him. Exactly. So we we both know what this means, right? Well, we know what it could mean. Why don't you tell me so I can check for (laughs) it, see if you know what you're talking about. So... Somebody planned this uh, this route. D- did uh, Chuck do it all by himself, or did he get help? It's uh, it doesn't seem like navigation would be his forte. No, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think Chuck's the navigator. So maybe we could figure out who did plan this course. And and of course, you're you're leaving uh, our friends like hanging, right? Uh, <laughs> I'm waiting for Ashley to ask. Like, it's that thing where like, I want her to ask, like, what did you find so I can explain it? Oh, this is interesting. Yeah, Super it's... interesting. Especially this area here. Ashley pours herself another drink and walks over. Okay, what did you find? Oh, it's very interesting. And it's very hard to find, too. I mean, I'm really glad I was here. I think this might be the very reason why I was <laughs> just destined to be here. If you look at this chart, I'm gonna, I'm gonna over-explain. I'm definitely gonna mansplain because women love uh, how, that. How, how ships work and why this area here, like the 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 boats, not going where probably where it makes sense to, and that there's probably some sort of design behind it, and that this is what we should be careful about or looking forward to, or looking for. So, who planned the route? That is a good question. Smart lady. <laughs> I'll go to put my glasses in the pocket and miss and just drop them to the floor. Ashley looks over at Ollie. Who would be the person responsible for planning all of the itinerary for this excursion? I'd be Chuck. Chuck, uh, it, it seems as though Chuck basically, he's he's really, he's Patrick's major, only real production assistant, right? He takes care of most of the administrative stuff. Chuck put this together, right? So, I mean... If you've got questions about it, Chuck would be the one you'd want to ask. 
Uh, Chuck and I, uh, you know, he crosses his fingers. Chuck and I are like this. We're super tight now. So, I mean, if you've got something you can you want to ask Chuck, go ahead. Chuck's on our side. Chuck's working for us now. Then why don't you bring Chuck over here and we can all ask about this? Sure thing. And he, he kind of steps back and leans out of the cabin. Chuck! Yeah? Come on down here, Chuck. My team's got some questions for you. Chuck hustles on down the stairs, clipboard in hand. Y- yeah, w- what is it you want? We should be we should be filming. Right, we're so. going to get to filming, but my, my crew went over the production notes here, and they got a couple questions. Uh, you know, Helen, if you'd like to go ahead, uh, if you've got questions, uh, Chuck's your man, right? Jeff, if you've got anything. Uh, Jeff, you know, you, you can work with Chuck. And uh, and this is this is the doc. God. Ash- Ashley walks over and she shuts the door to the cabin. Chuck, please have a seat. Sure. What can I do for you? What's going on? Uh, Ollie walks over and kind of leans against the door. Is everything okay with the production notes? Yes, but Jeff has uh, found some anomalies. So tell me, who are you working for? Well, I'm working for, I guess, <laughs> Ollie at the moment? Now, that's a little unclear to me. Who are you really working for? Uh, oh, are, are you trying to provoke this fella by being intimidating? Uh, yes, sounds like it. <laughs> All right. Go ahead and, and please roll provoke versus his will. All right, dice. I need your help. All right, that's a wash on the dice, and I have nothing in provoke. Funnily enough, uh, he also has nothing in will because I just made him up and didn't bother <laughs> giving him stats, so I decided a zero will is appropriate for a beleaguered PA. But he rolled a negative one, which gives you the success, and I'm not going to fight right. it. Uh, he he breaks immediately. Listen, I'm not. I'm not working for anybody. I swear. I'm just working for Patrick. The only other people involved were the 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 crew of the ship. They just they touched the map a little bit to make sure we were going the right way to avoid, you know, squalls. Jeff, explain to him what you found in the map. So uh, I will pull my readers back from my pocket and put them back on to look intellectual again. And then saunter over, big fat finger, here. This makes no sense. They said it was to avoid squalls. I don't know what a squall is, but it avoids him, I guess. So you're saying that the crew of this ship is the one who dictated the route, not the production company you work for? Yeah, it was, uh, it was Andy Larson. Andy Larson. He's the guy who, who runs the ship. You mean the captain i guess i don't know <laughs> sea stuff. that's okay jeff doesn't know sea stuff eva it's it's fine <laughs> i give you a stare <laughs> how long have you known this andy like a hot minute i mean i met him yesterday did you i've been communicating with him for a couple of weeks but you know i so who hired this ship? I thought this was Patrick's yacht. So Patrick doesn't own the ship? No, I mean, he pretends he owns everything on the show, but 
we're we're making YouTube budget. It's not nothing, but it's not enough to own a yacht. We're just rented it for the a couple of days. Okay, okay, okay. And uh, do you know the name of the rental company you went through? It's it's Dave Agon's Rental Company. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally legit. Ah, oh, man, I thought I had something there. And, and now let's 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 make them even less clever than that. Uh, yeah, all I know is that the the boat is owned by a little church called the Esoteric Order of Dagon or something. <laughs> they had no reason to try and hide the name from me, a beleaguered PA. Also, the ship is called Deep Vision. <laughs> I thought the ship was called Let Dagons Be Dagons. <laughs> Now if I ever buy a ship, that is what it is going to be called. That's perfect. So, <laughs> all right, yeah, so, so I'm going to look around and almost like, like I, I, I got it. All right, give me some credit here. I did it. Good job, me, right? Everybody's, no one's looking at me. Ashley walks over and pats you gently on the back. But you're not done. But, but. You need to take control of the did. ship like, and make thought, sure we don't go in this we, area. Going not to there for us? Uh, no. Do we still want to go there, or is it just enough to avoid we it? We want to know what's there, don't we? You tell me. You're the experts well, on I want to this. Know. If we merely avoid the incident, is that enough to prevent it from happening? Well, it doesn't change anything to the fact that something's there. But they must have wanted Patrick. We've prevented Patrick from being taken, I mean so... Yeah, what 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 are y'all talking about? What do you mean? What are you? What? Who are you? Scenario for another episode. Just the crossover continues. Don't don't interrupt. <laughs> Ashley walks over and sits on his lap and just puts her finger to his lips. Shh. Well, I don't understand what's going on either. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast. We do this show out of love for the hobby and the desire to be ambassadors, welcoming more people into this community. All of our website content will always be free to use and utilize, but there are expenses related to the show. And if you enjoy what we do here, then please consider supporting us in some way. You can do so as simply as rating or reviewing us on iTunes or your podcatcher of choice. If you're going to purchase anything through Amazon or DriveThruRPG, consider using our affiliate links first, and then we'll get a small percentage sent back to us. You can do a single direct donation through PayPal using the paypal.me slash the RPG Academy, or consider joining our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash the RPG Academy. And for a donation as low as $1 a month, you'll get access to lots of extra goodies, including bonus minisodes, invites to monthly one-shot games, one-sheet adventures, and more. Please consider following us on Twitter and Facebook, or join our Discord, where we like to try to keep the conversation going with our fans as best we can, and are always looking to talk and chat more. Or do none of that. Just continue to listen and enjoy our show. Because honestly, that's enough. Thanks. And remember, if you're having fun, you're doing it right. We'll see you next time.
The music used for our intro and outro is Fly a Kite by Spectacular Sound Productions, used under the Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike License.